the uh, chief science advisor of the International Climate Science Coalition. Coalition would make you think that there's more than one scientist that disagrees with a global warming hysteria. Oh, we know that's not true. There's total total consensus on this. Apparently, except for this guy, uh, Dr. Timothy Ball. How are you, Doc? Thank you. And, and, and by the way, the use of the word consensus tells you that it's political. There's, mm-hmm. nothing, there's no consensus in science, so that that's wrong. And by, and by the way, you mentioned Obama's waterfront property. You could argue that both he and Al Gore went around telling the world that sea level was going to rise which lowered the price of waterfront property, and they bought cheap. That's right. It is. Gore bought in Malibu. Yeah. 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 But they got 12 years before we all die. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, I saw a story, uh, Doctor, that uh, that ran yesterday, I think from the BBC, that showed that uh, young people are having to go to now therapy sessions. They're, They're starting these group therapy sessions, for people who are saying, I don't know how to plan for my life because we only have 12 years to live. This is the most irresponsible and quite honestly evil thing that I have seen. You're freaking people out to the point mm-hmm. to where they really truly believe in 12 years we're all dead. Yeah, and then you can add to that, uh, that Greta Thunberg appearing before the U.N. yesterday. It's just uh, these are all examples of child abuse, because when you start using children to push, push your message, and particularly a scientific message, it shows you that it's, not, that it's uh, uh, inappropriate. It's purely political. All right. Uh, so let's, t- let's talk about a couple of things, because I'm very concerned about Barack Obama's uh, oceanfront property in his island. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> I'm hoping that that island floats so it'll just go up and stay at the top of the glass. But um, have we seen the sea levels rise anything like predicted? No, uh, the, the the sea level rises are, are perfectly normal, well well within natural increase. And, and of course, the most dramatic rise occurred about 9,000 years ago when the uh, glaciers that had formed during the Ice Age, the majority of them melted. And that caused about a 450-foot increase in sea level in less than 5,000 years. Since in the last 3,000 years, there has been a gradual, but very gradual, like two millimeters a year increase. But that's, again, because the world's continued to warm out of the last, last Ice Age. Yeah, so when all those glaciers, though, melt in, you know alaska and every place greenland Greenland, we're all dead (laughs) yeah but but this is this is what what they're doing they're taking the volume of of ice in those glaciers uh calculating how much water that is in volume and then adding that to the current sea level that that's not the way it works at all because um as as the ice melts um well first of all at least three quarters of the ice in Greenland and Antarctica is already below sea level. So it won't change the level at all. And then ice, mm. uh, ex- water expands when it uh, freezes by about 7%. So you can take another 7% off of that. Yeah, but you in can't fact, prove that yeah. with just a simple glass of water with ice in it. <laughs> uh, no, of course not. No, no. That, that, that's only something they would do in grade 8. I mean, come on. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, but, but but uh, th- this is uh, this is the simplistic things that they do. As I said, just simply adding all that water to the current sea level and then putting it out there. Uh, people like Al Gore, they they should be held legally liable for the for the scientific lies that they're telling. 
I, I think for the lives that they are destroying as well. Yep. I mean, that people yep. are. Ju- this has become a religion, uh, yep. and it is frightening. I don't know if you saw, but NBC is now taking your climate sins. You can confess your climate sins uh, to NBC. For some reason, you would think that they're the high priest of this, but uh, I find this amazing. What? If, if I went on there and said, my sin is that I don't believe that humans are causing climate change, is that a sin? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I believe that the climate is changing from anything that I can read. I don't know if I buy into uh, all of the uh, all of the numbers because the the numbers, the way they have placed these weather stations is ridiculous some of them are on roofs some of them are in parking lots they don't have any in the mountains if i'm not mistaken i mean how do you know well we don't know and and of course uh, if you look at uh, all of their predictions are all based upon computer models that are built on inadequate data so the problem starts even with the data to build the computer models on then when you run the computer models they make predictions well the computer model is designed so that if you increase CO2, the temperature will go up. But that doesn't happen in nature. In all the records we have, temperature increases before CO2. So it's not surprising right. that if you if you program or ask the computer what happens if uh, if uh, the temp or CO2 goes up, they say, oh, the temperature goes up. But that's not the reality. And if you look at every single forecast with every computer model that's been made by the UN since 1990, every single one of them has been wrong. I mean, these are people that can't even forecast the weather for five days, and yet they're telling you they know with, with absolute certainty what's going to happen nine, uh, 50 and 100 years from now. Do you think we ever learn from the past? I mean, they've been doing this since the 1970s, and Paul Ehrlich, who is still, some reason or another, considered an expert on this, they've been wrong every time. When does this end? When do people finally say, you know, I think I'm being used? Yeah, well, of course, Ehrlich uh, created the first Earth Day, and he did it on April the, the 22nd in 1972. Well, April 22nd happens to be Lenin's birthday, and that should tell you everything about what, what's going on here. If you, if you want to push uh, and, and demand or force a world government, all you've got to do is find something that threatens the whole globe and say, look, no one nation can deal with it, therefore we need a global government to deal with it. That's what's going on. And, and, and as I said, Ehrlich is still out there. And despite, as, as you said, all of the predictions he made on that original Earth Day in 1972, every one of them has been wrong. And in fact, if you, if you go down all of the items like desertification, deforestation, um, all the way down the list, there's simply no evidence or data to support any of them. I've, I've gone through every single one. In fact, I'm writing a book uh, that I hope to get out soon where I take all of these issues and say, well, where's your data? There is no data. Tell, and, me, about, so, tell, uh, me, tell me about the yeah. data of the hockey stick, because you proved that the hockey stick was bogus. The guy took yeah. you to court and then wouldn't produce any data to be able to defend it. And you said, well, yeah. if it's bogus, I have to show you where your data is wrong. So produce the data. The judge threw the case out. 
Yeah, well, what happened was, and, and I, had, I had three lawsuits, by the way, and of course that raises questions about why, why am I picked out, and the answer is because I'm qualified, and they can't say I'm not qualified, and also I, I can explain it in ways people can understand. But in answer to your question, in the first IPCC report in 1990, there was a graph drawn by a, a gentleman I had the privilege of working with by the name of Hubert Lamb. And what it showed was a, a warm period around 1000 A.D. that was warmer than it is today. And then the temperature declined down to 1680 when it was much colder than it is today. And then it's been warming since that time. Now that, of course, uh, that warm period a thousand years ago contradicted what they were saying. They were saying that, oh, the world's warmer than it's ever been. And people like me were saying, well, what, what about this diagram? What about these, this, all this data and, and all the research that shows it was actually much warmer a thousand years ago? And so um, and, and prof, a, a professor by the name of David Deming, he said, I, I got an email from somebody pushing the false global warming thing and said, we've got to get rid of that medieval warm period. So they literally rewrote history, the hockey stick was a deliberate creation using a couple of tree ring uh, records, which uh, were, we were, were told not to use, that showed that there was no temperature increase for, uh, for about a thousand years, and then suddenly a dramatic upturn, the blade of the hockey stick in the 20th century. And of course, that, uh, that diagram, just, just the picture of it, said, uh, stuck in people's minds, like mm -hmm. symbolism of it. Oh, look, dramatic warming in the 20th century. This is proof humans are causing it. The whole hockey stick was false. And by the way, just, just to show you how false it was, the, 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 the handle of the hockey stick is tree rings. The blade is, is instrumental records. You never, ever in science put two uh, lines on a graph wow. of completely different sources of information. Oh, that's wow. amazing. Wow, I didn't even know uh, that. I didn't either. Wow, that's fascinating. All right, uh, I want you to hold for just a minute. I've, I've got to do a quick commercial for a minute, and then we're going to come back. And I want to talk to you about global warming and eugenics. You say there's a tie there. I'd like to hear it when we come back in one. So we're talking to uh, uh, Dr. Timothy Ball. He's an environmental consultant, policy advisor of the Heartland Institute, uh, and uh, he's also a former climatology professor at the University of uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. You say there's a connection between global warming and eugenics. What is it? Well, the, the, uh, this has always been a debate that's going on, is the extent to which humans and human behavior uh, is controlled by the environment. Um, the, the, the whole idea that we have a free will and we're independent of, of environmental pressures and, and so on has, has long been a, a debate. The reality, the reality is there's a philosophical contradiction in the academic world between uh, saying that uh, on the one hand that we're just another animal and on the other hand that we're completely independent of nature and, 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 and uh, are not controlled by it at all. And so that, that's, uh, of course, uh, what, what this is all about. And, and, and of course, eugenics, that is the, uh, the uh, way that people are born, the number of people, the number of children that people have and so on, are, are all, uh, for humans, for the most part, just like all animals, environmentally dictated. Doctor, I, I want to ask about um, 
want to ask about the ice melt that they talk about all the time. That the Arctic yep. ice has melted, uh, you know, a certain percent more than it ever has before in history. Uh, we've got more frequent uh, tornadoes than we've ever had, fires than we've ever had, floods than we've ever had. How do you respond to all that? Well, first of all, the, the glaciers uh, are melting, and they've been melting for the last 18,000 years uh, mm. because we're coming out of an ice age. The argument that the number of, of hurricanes, tornadoes, and all the rest of it have increased is consistently shown to be wrong. There was a study just came out to, about a week ago and, and showing that the number of hurricanes has, in fact, decreased. You see this, right. the same thing with, with the uh, fires in the Amazon. There, there were less fires over the last 30 years years than they had in the previous hundred years mm-hmm. uh, but but that's not what you're being told they nope. want to uh, they, they want to uh, play up that this is part of the global warming issue but also added to that of course is that bolsonaro the uh, president of argentina is is uh, not buying into the climate nonsense so it's mm-hmm. an attack on him an attack on the whole idea in general so uh, the, what's going on in the world right now is well within any long-term natural variability. And if I tell you, they keep saying, oh, we're going to get two degrees warmer, and that's going to be the end of the world. For the last 10,000 years, it has been two degrees warmer than today for 9,000 of them. <laughs> and, and, right? Wow. And, and so, that's amazing. So, uh, yeah, well, you see, this is what you do with climate. You just pick mm-hmm. a period of record that proves what you want it to prove. They're right? really good so at that, it, though. They're really, really good at that. Oh, yeah, it's called cherry-picking. And, and, uh, and of course, this, this, so what I've just done is say, give you the record, uh, a temperature record uh, over the last 10,000 years, and it completely dispels uh, what they're saying for the last 1,000 years. So, but wait a minute. Why, I think what everybody is wondering uh, right now is, why do you hate polar bears so much? <laughs> I mean, they're on the ice shelf. They're ready to die. The poor little ice yeah. is, is about to flip over, and they're going to drown. Yeah. And the babies. Yeah, the I babies' polar, polar bears are going to yeah. drown. Yeah. That's even yeah. more heart-wrenching. Well, polar bears won't drown, and the reason they won't, and by the way, I know this because I spent five years of search and rescue in the Arctic, so I'm very familiar with polar bears. But they've got two levels of, of fur. They've got a, a very short fur close to the skin, which is an in- incredibly effective uh, insulator, to the point where I worked with scientists that were taking infrared po- photographs of polar bears, and they don't show up on the photograph. Because wow. they don't. Really? They don't give out any heat. That's yeah. one sweet and, jacket. Think yeah. of that. Yeah, a polar exactly. bear jacket? That'd be great. Anyway. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then the longer hair is hollow, so they float. It floats. They can the swim. You see it, yeah, they can swim <laughs> extremely well. In fact, yeah. I've, I've, I personally have seen polar bears 80 miles offshore. Yeah, but I have no to tell you, but okay, yeah, whatever. But <clears throat> that, I mean, they have moved down into Canada because they're just trying to find food. Find food. They're they're going mm-hmm. away from their natural mm-hmm. Arctic, mm-hmm. you know, location, hunting grounds. Yeah, because there's no seals for them to eat up there anymore. Right, because the ice is so melting. They're coming down. But and of course, in, in, in once once the ice goes out in the summertime, there is no, there are no seals for them to eat. So they move on the land, and they're very very good foragers. They they survive extremely well on the land. Uh, and you could oh, you could go up around Churchill and see them on the land where they they come ashore and, and uh, have their their young when they're on land. So all of these things are taken out of context and, and simply are, are, are false. The polar bear numbers, and I work with um, 
uh, with a couple of the people. Yeah. Uh, uh, her name's skip my name, uh, Crawford, Susan Crawford. Oh yeah, she's the world expert on polar bears, yeah. and she she's telling me that, and I know this that the polar bear numbers in, in most of the herds are increasing. Yeah, thank you very much, Doctor Timothy Ball. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar. You know, in some ways, I feel bad um, about this whole Ilan Omar scandal um, because it forces us to play this song, which you will never get out of your head all day. All day today, you'll be. You'll be in a meeting, and all of a sudden, you'll just think to yourself, Elanavar. It's worse than Don't Worry, Be Happy. It really is. Remember how that stuck in your head? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, All right. So I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Elanavar. You know, she has has been seeing uh, Tim Minette, uh, the Democratic political. But wait, she's married. What do you mean she's been seeing Tim Minette? That's well, not the name of her husband. She no, I know she's um, she's separating now with her uh, huh. husband. That's so. weird. And isn't wasn't Tim married himself? Tim was married Tim was as married. well. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But she's wearing the hijab, so I think <laughs> I think that covers it. That all? covers it all. Okay. That covers it all. all right. So anyway, um, she has. Uh, uh, there's been some interesting things. We told you earlier today about Dr. Ma- Beth Minat who filed for divorce from her husband, Tim, uh, submitted under the penalty of perjury. Uh, and she included claims that, you know, raise the gossipy open secret of Alana Mar's extramarital affair with her husband to a more serious matter of public corruption. Ah. The, the, what? Ah. The Don't divor- worry about it. The divorce filing <laughs> suggested serial campaign finance violations ah. by Omar... There have already been finance uh, violations. It's a recurring theme with Omar. Uh, In June this year, she was found guilty of half a dozen or so violations. But the divorce filing also includes a a disturbing allegation about how Tim and uh, Elon, uh, you know, just went over to the house and while mom was on vacation or uh, out on business, um, you know, they had dinner with the kids and dad introduced her and... It was a real warm, warm. Uh, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Warm, it's a warm affair. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, anyway, uh, there is one other story that I think is uh, in, in, in important here, mm-hmm. and that is her husband uh, has been fired from his job, and 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 he, and he, and here's the, uh, the 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 problem with that. He worked for uh, Councilwoman Kano, uh, and now there may be corruption here. During during the summer, according to sources within the Minneapolis Somali community, Elon Omar had been using financial leverage to prevent her husband from filing for divorce. His employment with Councilwoman Kano was quietly terminated on June 14th. The June 14th termination of her husband's employment is public data. Anyone can verify the information. Uh, But sources state that Ahmed Hersey was terminated following a request by Representative Omar. 
They added that Omar's motivation for the request was to force Hersey to become reliant upon her assets and income. For the majority of 2019, Ahmed Hersey has reportedly borne the responsibility of raising the three children he has with Omar. One source used the term abandoned to describe Elon's recent share of the parenting. Since June 14th, Hersey does not have a reliable source of income. Meanwhile, uh, Omar currently draws $174,000 for her congressional salary, uh, and she just received $250,000 advance for a new book she's about to write. Uh, Scott Johnson, September 3rd. Gotta article. be kidding me. I no. hadn't heard about the book. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, according to the article, Om- uh, mm. Elon Omar feels the heat. There's similar information out there regarding Omar pressuring Hersey to remain her legal husband. This is what was in the article. In the past three weeks, I've circled back to interview sources who I have found to be highly reliable in the Omar saga. They uh, open a window onto the scandals of the perspective of Ami Hersey, her longtime partner and father of her three children. According to sources, Hersey is telling friends that he will not go to jail for Omar. That while Omar did indeed marry her brother for fraudulent purposes, Hersey did not know at the time that she mm-hmm. had married Elmi. Uh-oh. That Omar is threatening Hersey that he would be in trouble along with her if the truth were to come out. That Omar asked him to state publicly that all is well with their marriage, even though it's completely done and finished. And that, in fact, they are living apart and have been divorced under Islamic law, although they remain legally married. Having humiliated Ahmed Hersey by her affair with Tim Minette, Omar now wants Hersey to perform public relations services for her to suppress the scandal. Hersey has maintained his silence through the scandal so far. One may infer that there's good reason why Hersey has never spoken up on Omar's behalf in any of these scandals. Hersey's knowledge of Omar's conduct Mm -hmm. is knowledge of her wrongdoing. That's uh, not a problem, though, is it? Hold on, Omar. Eventually, the truth's going to come out on that. Uh, eventually, mm-hmm. but how much damage uh, will, will she, she do have, in the meantime? Will she do in the meantime? I mean, this is a woman who I believe is uh, connected to extremists, Islamic mm-hmm. extremists, and uh, she is poisoning the well. She is getting away with things that no one else. No gay woman would ever get away with. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. would get. I don't care what protected class you're in. Nobody would get away with what she's getting away with. And uh, it's it's shocking. And I think she has protection from, you know, the 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 allies of the Muslim Brotherhood. That's that's what I read in it. But mm. I don't know. I think we should probably have an investigation. But then again, that's uh, probably. Not going to happen. Well, no, she's a Democrat. That won't happen. <laughs> no. You know the the uh, M1 ball is going to happen earlier than it normally does this year. It's at the at the Omni Hotel here in Dallas on October 26th. We always have a great time at the M1 ball, and this is the event that pays for all of the stuff administration that nobody fees wants to pay for. And, yeah, all that stuff. This uh, is uh, the M- M1 ball uh, is something that we do every single year to pay for the lights and the employees and the accountants and the everything else um 
And because I want to be able to say to you when we're raising money, every single dime goes to whatever it is we're raising it for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no other no other group really does that. And we find it very, very important because when somebody is activating your heart, you want to make sure that that everything that you are intending it to go to goes right there. Yeah. And so we have this uh, once a year and we would love for you to attend. All of us are going to be there. All the Blaze people are going to be there. Uh, all of your favorite characters, uh, Donald Duck and Goofy and Jeffy will be there. Um, it's uh, mercuryone.org slash M1 Ball. My wife and I are hosting uh, this year and uh, we would love to invite you to come to the M1 Ball. You can get yeah. your tickets now. Uh, at uh, mercuryone.org slash m1ball. You can also uh, get a raffle ticket. They're just 100 bucks, and if if your name is pulled out of the out of the hopper, you could win a brand-new Mercedes. Right, and Beautiful. it's your chances of winning. I think we usually sell about 2,000 tickets, I think. It was around that last yeah. year, yeah. Uh, and so your chances <laughs> of winning are really actually pretty good. Uh, and usually the people who don't go to the ball win. I don't know if we've ever had a winner there. Yeah, I don't think um, so. And this time we are giving away a new Mercedes, but this is the... Man, it's nice. This is the brand new Mercedes. The, Mercedes has completely redone uh, their cars. Super all the high te- tech. Yeah, all of the tech in the Mercedes for 2020, all super high tech. The dashboard, have you seen the dashboard of this thing? Yeah, I was in it yesterday. The dashboard goes all the way across... Uh, and so cool. this car is speech activated and not like, oh, wow. not like, you know, call home, calling Paul. Wait, no, no. Call, call home, calling mom, no! <laughs> call home, calling David. What? <laughs> I just hate I that. Hate that. It drives I hate me that. out of my mind. This is. This is the next generation of speech recognition, and it's normal speech recognition. So, in other words, you can get in the car, and you can say, I want to go home, uh, turn on the air conditioning to 65, and call home. Wow, that's cool. And it will do all of those things. That is cool. Yeah, it's, it is state-of-the-art. You, you turn on the blinker, and you want to get into a lane, it will tell you when you can. You don't even have to look back behind you. Nice. Lane clear. Change lanes now. Like that. That's, yes. It's really that's nice. It's awesome. It's really nice. So 100 bucks, you can get a brand new. In, in fact, the guy who won it last year, I think it was last year, he said his daughter called him that morning, and he was listening to the show, and he said, I got to enter that. And his daughter called him about an hour later and said, Dad, my car just broke down. I need a new car. And he said, don't worry, honey. I got you a brand new Mercedes. Uh, and she said, nice. what? And he said, yeah, I just bought a raffle ticket. And she kind of <laughs> laughed and rolled her eyes. He won. He won. So she came down last year with him, wow. and they drove away in the brand new Mercedes. So it's a good chance that you're going to win this time. Um, go to mercuryone.org slash M1ball. We would love to have you in attendance for our ball, uh, but uh, also we'd love to have you buy a lottery ticket. Help us do the things that we do um, and pay for the lights and the airplane tickets and everything else that we might need to be able to be the first responders, to be able to be uh, the people down on the ground that actually are saving the slaves all around the world. Uh, But especially with the Nazarene Fund, everything comes out of this 
So when I go on the air and say, hey, we want you to uh, donate so we can save this particular person, you know that every single dime goes to that. Help us out, if you will, mercuryone.org. Come to our M1 ball, mercuryone.org. So uh, Beto, uh, who is just a favorite son of the great state of Texas. I mean, everybody, everybody here oh, loves love him. him, just loves him. And we're all ready to hand our guns over to him. Um, but uh, he was he was uh, in on an interview uh, on CNN and uh, he was he was asked by Chris Cuomo, you know, about this gun thing. Uh, you still want to take away everybody's gun? Here's what he said. Are you, in fact, in favor of gun confiscation? Yes. Yes. When it comes to mm-hmm. AR-15s and AK-47s, weapons designed for use on a military battlefield. And I don't want you or mm. anyone else to get into the fear mongering that some <laughs> have fallen prey to saying that the government's going to come and take all of your guns. What we are talking about exclusively Wait. is weapons what? of war that have no place in our <laughs> I hear you. no place on I our streets you. and should remain on the battlefield. I hear you. We'll talk law first and then politics. It's not about fear mongering. You just said it. <laughs> you said you're going to confiscate guns. <laughs> are you for gun confiscation yes i mean even fredo gets pissed off with him there. <laughs> this is nuts this is it nuts. doesn't make any sense it doesn't i don't want you to get into into the fear mongering that we're coming for all of your guns we're just coming for some of your guns no you see we didn't have a caveat on that when we said right. you're coming for our guns we didn't necessarily mean only some guns we meant any of our guns so just disingenuous he wants to have it both ways and you can't by the way the ar-15 was not designed for the military no it wasn't the m16s were designed for the military it's the same company it's armalite armalite made the ar-15s uh, just because yeah they made those in the 1950s and they made them they were the modern sporting rifle that's what they mm-hmm. were called the modern sporting rifle well, people loved them, and that's when the military said, well, can we make these? Can you give us a version? Yeah. And they did. And they, they created did. a special version for the military, the M16. Right. So... So it's another lie know. from that guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm so tired of the lies. Well, but he's not lying about... Don't get into the conspiracy no, theory. No, that's that right. He's, I'm sorry. I, he's going to steal all our guns. By the way, um, I don't know if this is good news, uh, but have you seen since he made that... Uh, declaration have you seen his poll numbers down to one percent now yeah he was at four down to one i think he was actually wasn't he at eight and then four and now one something in, like that or he was at in the four very, and then two and now one the highest i think i saw for him in the in the close to the beginning was 13 percent yeah but i mean recently, recently i think yeah he yeah, was either eight either at eight, eight, eight or four yeah uh and uh and it was cut in half overnight and it is still falling yeah so he's connecting with the american people (laughs) he's connecting so he's not saying that he's going to come and confiscate your vote he's just saying (laughs) that he's working with google to make sure that he wins but that that's don't get into the conspiracy completely different thing you're listening to glenn beck